You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to What's Suits Him Radio. This is your curator, Larry Sanders. Um, just excited to be back. I have um, next to me the founder of uh, FNF Clothing, Blake Hall. But I want to ch- uh, talk to you guys real quick just to say thanks for listening. Thanks for um, being patient with me. I said I didn't want to do this again until I got a studio, and now I have one. So we're back, baby. It's lit. Uh, so, yeah, thanks again, guys. Okay, uh, Blake, what's up? What's going on, man? You said you wanted to have an open conversation. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, of course. We just chatting, we just chatting. Uh, congrats on two years, right? You said two? Five. 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 I, yeah. My memory's trash today. <laughs> my bad, bro. It's congrats all good. on five. Yeah, man, 2013, uh, when I was down in Kentucky, and it's a whole different monster I heard of. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, so what made you want to get started down there? What, um, what was the inspiration why you were um, in college? Yeah, I was down there uh, at Kentucky State. And um, I actually tried starting a clothing line in 2010, and it went terribly wrong. <laughs> it was uh, it was called Cool Since Birth. It was it was a cool name, but, like, the it was just horrible. But um, it was something that I had always kind of thought about coming from uh, the background that I come from. Like, but I said before, like, I was always the person who never played sports, never did any of that. But I was pretty good at at dressing and, and being slightly comical. So that's yeah. where things <laughs> fell for me. That's real. I remember. Uh, you might not remember this. I remember back at Bates. Um, you were a year older than me. Yeah, you graduated oh five. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Old Base Academy, <laughs> man. Uh, six Mile and Green Lawn. Six Mile and Green Lawn. So I, I mean, this is tangential. I like drive past there sometimes. Yeah, I've been. Yeah. Damn, y'all really closed our school down, bro. Like, and it's just sitting there. Yeah, just sitting, bro. After they put them brand new windows, in just sitting, bro. I'm like, man, this is a very good building. Y'all really is about to let let it sit. Yeah, that's crazy. It makes no sense, but yeah, that's DPS. That's, yeah, whatever. But yeah, man, like, um, like you said, you did, you didn't hoop, you didn't, you didn't. You might have played football outside or whatever, but I do remember like Yeah, you, I wasn't you, good either at that. <laughs> I stayed getting hurt. Yeah, but you was you was the funny dude. You was the funny dude. And I do remember you 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 always tried to stay clean for, for free dress day or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was always the goal. Yeah, that, but that was the goal all the time, like, cause we were stuck wearing uniforms every day. And like we had no freedom. It was like two color shirts, one yeah. color pants. Yeah. And you had to wear black shoes. Like, and that's I think that's like where my my whole making sure my shoes are always clean comes That's from That's because fair. they didn't get dirty. I never wore them. I was stuck wearing black Air Force Ones yeah. every day for the longest. Yeah, I remember. I don't even remember what I was wearing to school, but I remember going into eighth grade. I finally got a black, pair of Black Forces. Yeah, and I was like, at least this is better than what I was wearing. But right. it was still like, man, this uniform is killing me. Man, then I got to high school and I had one year free dress at cast, and then. They switched the uniforms, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what was I supposed to do with this?" Right. But I was used to it by, by then. Man, man, man. So, five years. Uh, yeah. The evolution of the brand, I guess. What have you learned? 
I guess like what's what's something you've taken? I guess I don't. You don't have to break it down by year, but as going on through the years, what have you taken from um, from doing it? I've always since the beginning. I've learned to elevate quality with each drop. Like don't ever stay the same from drop to drop, quality wise. The biggest thing I learned was to never overextend myself. Like don't go out and order. 400 t-shirts and then i'm stuck with 300 of them sitting in my apartment bedroom and i'm driving myself crazy trying to figure out how to recoup that money that's right that was the biggest thing i learned honestly that not overextending myself um and not trying to please everybody i had to realize that i'm a brand you wouldn't go to nike and ask them to make you a custom pair of air force ones like so i couldn't make everybody a custom Mm t-shirt all that kind of stuff so i had to just learn how to block out certain things and how to take my losses in stride, not to let them defeat me and not sit there and get stuck at what's going wrong. Even though I have my moments where things go wrong and I lose my mind, but that's just, that's just life. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you talk about overextending yourself, but even, like, how can I put this? When I, be, being a brand, I'm, I'm going through the same struggle right now trying to get this off the ground. It's like you still want to, um, you know, make sure people notice you. Yeah. You want to make sure that, um, not not quite overextending yourself, but you do you don't want to have self lack of self confidence in yourself, right? right? You want to be able to say that, hey, I believe in my brand. So how do you balance like how did you learn to balance that self confidence of I believe in myself and I do believe that I will get this off the ground and let me be realistic about what's happening in the in the moment? It's a it's a lot of conversations with yourself. Um the self confidence thing was never my strong point. Like I was always more self-conscious and self-confident mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. things. So for me, it was more so I was too realistic. So I had to kind of hype myself up, kind of gas myself up and be a little bit more cocky about certain things. That's um, But at the same time, there's a lot of conversations with yourself, a lot of sitting and thinking like, all right, you look at where you at and you look at where you want to be and you look at what's in between those steps, yeah. that area, that yeah, gray area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you try to figure out how to fill that gray area, area in with uh, whatever it may be to get you where you need to be, like some kind of plan in motion. So like the biggest thing for me is that uh, when I look at where I'm, where I'm at, okay, I got this many orders this week or this, that, and the third, and it's just a thought of how can I get better. Mm-hmm. That's always the, the, the thought right. process for me. It's never been a, a – me being comfortable where I'm at. I never mm-hmm. found myself a place of comfort with the brand. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, so, so do you just not believe in like being comfortable? I guess in in a, in a, in a, in looking at it like being comfortable might make me stagnant, right? Yeah. Or being comfortable. If I get comfortable, I might start feeling like I'm where I want to be. Right. Is that how you look at it? Yeah, definitely. Um, nothing comes out of comfort. Mm-hmm. Like you'll never grow in operating in your comfort zone until you step out of that area you're not gonna have any growth or any change in your dynamic so for me like it's uh about taking risks Mm -hmm. trying things uh like for instance like the drop i did in the fall of last year i did a like four different designs so i had a total of five shirts as the most i ever done so that was me really stepping outside my comfort zone Mm -hmm. like okay if this don't work uh i'm out of xyz amount of money yeah now what? <laughs> but uh just trying to think outside the box and, and push the boundaries and push yourself because the thing is uh 
entrepreneurship in any facet or mm-hmm. any form uh, is like the most pure form of insanity. Yeah. Because you have to be something wrong. That's to, real. Yeah, you I, you got to understand you're going to take losses Man. repeatedly. Man. And you got to be okay with that. Like, that's crazy in itself. Like, I'm going to keep doing this even though I know I'm probably going to F up and probably that's fail fair. at some point. Like, but every loss is a lesson. Everything you every, – if you don't learn from your losses – and that's on you. Mm-hmm. Like, because everything that happens that goes wrong in your life, you could take something out of it and apply it to make sure it never happens again. That's, that's with fair. anything. That's fair. No, I'm, man, because to hear you describe it that way, because I'm, I'm looking at your growth through the lens of, of, of what I'm doing. This is year three for me. And okay. it's like, dang, I remember I, I was kind of naive when I started, man. I do think at the beginning, I was like, this is going to be a breeze. Like, <laughs> I'm going to drop these pics on the ground. It's going to get some likes and we about to be popping. Oh, yeah. Everybody has that delusion at yeah. first. Like, uh, when you think, you look at stuff. Because then the society we live in, you see so many things that go from nothing to something overnight. Mm-hmm. So in our heads, it's like, we can do that too. But the overnight successes didn't go overnight. Right, like, right. You, you don't know at, the time. Yeah, you, you look don't. at some comedians, like, it took them three, four years to get where they at, 10 years to get where they are. Yeah. Or even, like, brands and stuff like that. So... Is that you are you do have this self delusion at first of oh I can do this and I'm gonna do it and but at the same time you have to have that in order to jumpstart yourself mm-hmm. to even think about getting it going. Right. If you're not confident in some sense, you're never gonna motivate right. yourself to, to get moving. Right. So I I I thought the same thing. Like my first drop, like I'm gonna sell out first day. Yeah. I was sitting in the computer like, all right, it's eleven o'clock. <laughs> I got two orders. Man. This is not how this is supposed Man. to go. Man. Man. Yeah. Yeah, the the, the patience is key for oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. I'm sure you've learned that over over man, getting to year five, because I, I guess like a que- another question I have is thinking about my journey too is um there have been moments where I've been like, Man, this is worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and like obviously the answer's I always been no, but you get to that point where like the edge might be here, and you're like, man, this, this, I could, I could, I could stop it. Yeah, but um, some something keeps you going. Yeah, it's that it's that little insane voice in your head saying, man, get up, you yeah. got it, keep going. Like yeah. even when it doesn't make any sense, even when it's the bleakest forecast. Like I had a moment of the day, I just was sitting like on the floor, like in the dark, like this, this is this is this is fucked up. What am I going like? Sitting there rocking back and forth like this is not okay. This yeah. is not like Dobby and, and <laughs> Harry Potter. That's how I felt at the time. Like, but decompress. I the, the biggest thing. I don't know for you. Like everyone has to have a a, a release valve. Like whether it's video games, whether it's writing, mm-hmm. whether it's going for a walk, running, exercising, like. Whatever it may be, you do whatever it is to get you out of that bad space. Right. Like so, for me, I listen to music and I'll put a playlist on for like hours. It might be the same song four times in a row, yeah. but I'm, I'm just getting out of that space, getting my mind and something else. Like, yeah. I, or I get lost in YouTube. Like, I go on YouTube, me on there for hours. Like, YouTube might be one of the worst, best creations <laughs> ever. Man, it is easy to fall into a wormhole because for me, like I do that too. But my thing is music videos. Yeah, like like. Uh, like two thousands music video, <laughs> we looking back like what? Yeah, that's my shit. But like, you know how to just go into autoplay cycle now? Yeah. So I just be like, fuck it, I let, let it, it ride. Yeah, yeah. I just let it play. Man, I, the other day I was talking to my boy. It was like rappers really sold us a dream when we bought it. Like adult life sucks, 
And it's all Nelly's fault. Uh, it's all Nelly's. Hey, the Hot in Here video. <laughs> hot in Here. I wanted to go to drill, that party so bad. Country drill. grammar, all that. He lied to us. Like, yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. like, I'm going to be barbecuing every day. It's no. It's all Nelly's fault. I got to pay bills. Like, it sucks. But it's cool, though. Man. All right, that's a good segue, actually. We can jump into the, some music talk. Um, I know we be, we be, we chat back and forth on Twitter sometimes yeah. about some music. Uh, you listen to culture. You listen to you saying the drops that came out yesterday. Uh, I've been listening to uh, Payroll's album for yeah, the past thirty six hours. Yeah, man. Like, Shout out to Pay. Just got out the car. I was listening to the outro. Shout out to Pay. I love five five and six is probably my shit. That's man, this my, is my thing. It's like. That's like summertime drop top vet man, weather. I tweeted that I was. I wish he had waited till like April or May. Man, I'm gonna still play it sometime. I, honestly, I, I definitely like, am. But like, I definitely wish he had dropped it then. I feel like this impact would have been a little bit crazy. Man, because just the vibe of it that Carlo was putting on them tracks is like, man, like yeah, I need to be on Bell Yeah, like, man. Because I was talking to uh, my boy Eshawn the other day. Uh, shout out Sean Carlo, BGK Autumn. We was talking about um the the Nipsey Hussle video. Mm-hmm. I hang out the lamb, like, I don't drive down seven miles. I was like, you know what? It's a terrible idea. It's like <laughs> potholes everywhere. Everywhere. You, you will wreck your car, like, off a of deep end. Like, I saw a pothole the day by the size of this table. Like, no. Jesus Christ. No lie. I was like, if somebody hits this, their whole front end is gone. No, so I got annoyed the other day. I was some, I think I was in the Burbs, actually, and I was somewhere. And they were, they called themselves, like, patching up some. <laughs> and I was like, this ain't doing shit. Bro. Like why? Like why do this? Listen, like, this is a waste of resources. Like I don't listen, understand. Man. Y'all like at this point with Michigan roads, it's like putting a bandaid on a bullet wound. Like it don't make no sense. I was on a mound the other day. Oh God! Like going you. in Sterling Heights. God bless you, bro. It's the moon. Like God it's God craters you. everywhere. I'm like, bro. Like my alignment's gonna be trash. Yeah, by the time man. I get back to the city, man, I I'll be dodging them shits. Like yeah, I be trying. My thing, like I. I I I got a conspiracy theory of the whole thing from a construction point of view. Like y'all, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm y'all like do some cheap materials. Yeah, we on the same page. Yeah, so keep page. coming back doing the same thing we every same year. Page. We're sure. not gonna go there, but it's all a hustle. It's a scam. I need parts. Yeah, man. <laughs> the jig. We we hip. But oh yeah, whatever. I'm yeah. sleep. I ain't nobody though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the yeah that tape is yeah. It's hit uh, I I ain't listened to the new Migos joint yet. I heard uh, I heard Drake came extra light with his verse. Like it wasn't so. <laughs> Here's so here's my problem. I I I go to Twitter for a lot of popular opinion, and I don't know <laughs> if that's a, a good or bad it, I'm thing. Take a drink on that note, <laughs> right? Like I don't I don't know if that's a good or bad thing because like you open your moments and the the headline. You know how like they had a headline on time moment in Twitter app, right? It's like uh, popular opinion is Drake went crazy on his on his Migos verse. So I'm like, so that's probably wrong. <laughs> all right, no, so all right. So this is my first time ever getting to address like. How I feel about Arby Graham, like on like on <laughs> the radio. So, this is how I feel about Drake, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to feel about Drake. I feel like I always, um, I go. I have a love hate relationship with the guy because I do feel like he was on the grassy, and my favorite Drake music was his first two mixtapes. I love Comeback Season and yeah. Improvement. Oh, that's Comeback Season was a classic. Yeah, that's my shit. Going in for life was a gr- man. Yeah. Oh man. My oh, yeah, I, I gotta revisit those actually. I haven't listened to both. My though. favorite Drake might be uh Drake got some of the best rap lives ever. Yeah. Like Mobster Drake, like Drake. We, we know you're not putting hits out on nobody. Right. Like Right. That's that's where I get lost on boy. Cause it's like I don't know if you know what I'm saying, like you were on Degrassi, dog, so how am I supposed to feel now that you're talking about you got niggas who can kill me? Like Oh, really, we oh bro? we don't believe we don't believe you. Really, we need more bro. people. Like, right, like 
but it's entertaining though. It's entertaining as hell. And then like the the empathetic part of me is like, well, maybe he does have niggas who might kill me. I don't really know. So nah, it's like I, I highly doubt that. <laughs> I know I doubt it. I'm with you, but it's like, should I judge this man just because he was on the grassy? And the answer always comes to, yeah, I probably should. But it's like <laughs> the bar. So because I kind of fell out with boy views is very man, man, um, bro. Wait, let's talk about views. <laughs> it's like 16 tracks longer than it has to be, man. It's, it's like mixed. six good tracks on now. No, but see, here's the thing. Like, I don't know. So I agree with you, except for I don't. Because every time I look at the views playlist, or like every time I look at the track list, it's like, damn, this is on here too. Oh, this is also yeah. this is on here too. You okay, cool. Like this is on here too. Like Child's Play came on the other day, and I was like, oh, this I is said, on views. Right, well, yeah, yeah. That's a, usually, <laughs> yeah. See, like we on the same. Like, like, that's my yeah. shit. That's my shit. So I, I don't really know how to feel about the guy. Like so. Because I hated more life when it dropped just because, like, I tend to hate things that Drake drops when it first dropped. <laughs> and then, like, I was like, man, let me give it a chance. And I played it through, and I was like, all right, it ain't that bad. Like, I don't know how So my thing is, like, I have a, a weird uh, a weird connection with, like, artistic stuff. So I have to take I have to take a step back and realize that Drake is more than a rapper. He's an artist. Like, That's he true. tries to give you pieces of art with everything he drops. So I have to take myself out of the position to listen to a rap album, to listen to a piece of art, which is a whole lot of stress on me, but I'm okay with it. So like Views was, I, I personally feel like Views is like 16 tracks longer. But those, out of those 16 tracks, it's like four or five that you're not really mad at that's, our, that's our okay. Yeah, yeah. Which means he could have gave us a solid 11 tracks and left. Yeah, no, that's but. very fair. No, that too, because when I saw Views was however long it was, I was like, I don't want a twenty song album from nobody. Nobody, not like, Jay. Yeah, not, like no, nobody. nobody. Like twenty tracks. I got and now the fact that like the trend is to drop a 11, 12 song album. Once I saw his track list, I was like, my nigga, bro. Chris so, Brown still got me <laughs> fucked up with this eighty seven. Hey, track album. I tried. So I did. <laughs> no, so look. The other day, I was just doing some chores, and I was like, man, because I, I got a lot of shit I haven't listened to in a while. So I was like, All right, I'll try it. So I just put it on, put it on shuffle. I don't know any of the names of the songs, but it's kind of rocking. I think I got like fifteen songs in. So I got, I got fifteen. I like seven. Right, I got though. one. So I got one album into the to the Chris Brown right. album. I don't, I don't understand where that came from, but I mean, to each his own. I'm looking at the view track list now, and hype is a great song. You see that? That's one of the songs I don't like. I fuck with hype. Hype. Rest and Roll Flows is the best. That's my that's shit. That's the best rap song on the album. That's my shit. He then you got Controller and One Dance. Of course, was was good vibes. Hotline Bling. All right, so I mean, 10 seconds on this. I like Controller more than One Dance. I don't know yeah. if I need One Dance. But I feel like I like Controller going into One Dance. That's but the thing One Dance on its own, I'm like, I'm cool. Yeah, I, I, I like Controller it. better, but I feel like Controller without One Dance Cheapens it yeah. in some sense. Yeah. But no, but One Dance was the number one song in the country, and I remember being like, people like One Dance like that? <laughs> like, I mean, it's a good song. I f- it's cool. I, and I, I, don't kill it. me, but like, people like that song. Yeah. I mean, I it, feel I'm just overly critical of Drake. I feel like that's what it comes down <laughs> to sometimes. It's like, I feel like I've been watching him since the grassy. And I know, bro, I don't believe you, dog. I, I love you, bro. I Drake said you. he was in the Polo Lounge eating uh, spaghetti bolognese with a real life mobster. And when I heard it, I was like, "Bro, come on!" But looking back, I was like, "This shit's sweet." I, I, <laughs> it's hard. I fuck with the energy. It's you not, know, yeah, I know it's you're lying. Like, but the thing with rap in general, like rap lies are always good for for the soul yeah. because we've been letting Jay lie to us about losing ninety two bricks for 
20 years. Hey, look, I'm not going to let you come on here and blaspheme Hov. Bro, Hov is the GOAT. There's nobody who could do it better than Hov with 92 bricks. You, I'm not going to let you blaspheme Hov, bro. bro. No, you you right. <laughs> the plug would have had him strung up yeah. somewhere over 92. Yeah, yeah. So he done losing stuff. He, he got away with it. That's, that's the part that like, he got away with. Bro, it. No, come bro. on now. But it's all good. Rick Ross tells some good rap lies. I want to believe Ross so bad, though, just I like him as a, as a rapper. <laughs> I just want to believe him. Like, he didn't come do those on, things. dog. He didn't please, do those things. Please tell me you did one of those things. Like, No, he, he didn't He might do got it. a speeding ticket. He didn't do That's any of those things. But what kills me, so let's presume that, like, Rick Ross didn't do any of these things. Okay. If he's on a record with somebody, like, if Future did the things that Future said he did, and he's on a record with Rick Ross, my nigga, you shouldn't be, you know on what I'm saying? With, yeah. Right, don't, don't be on the That cheap is you as, a, as right. a thug. Like, like when Jeezy be doing some of these rappers, I'm like, bro, I believe you. But why, like, you validating these niggas who probably lying, dog? Like, I mean, a, but a lot of the people who are telling the lies are the hot people. Yeah. So you kind of, like, you don't have to, but it's kind of like to keep the buzz going. Because in all fair. honesty, like, Jeezy is, like, what, 17 years in. Seriously. And I'm a, I'm a huge Jeezy fan. But Jeezy ain't touched a brick in, like, 30 years. <laughs> so I kind of don't want to hear it. Yeah, you right. So I'd rather hear somebody lie about it with him cosigning it. Like, it's, rap is just a, a weird— Man, it's a very weird space. But I love it, though. Like, you right. Even though I had to have a, a moment here about uh, Rich Chicken. Oh, I saw your tweet about that earlier. Bro. No, so I had the same thought about three weeks ago, but— Kids today not like they weird. So I just kinda like left it alone. It's like, like all right, I guess they letting this rock. Like I didn't pay no attention. In my head, I'm like rich chigger. I know good and damn well chigger does not mean Chinese nigga. And then somebody's like, Yeah, it does. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm out. I, I figured. I, I, I was I didn't like, even man. do the research. I figured I just figured. But yeah, that was uh, rap is getting weirder by the moment and I find myself like being the old man in the room. But See, here's the problem. Like, I don't know where on the fence I land. Because, like, for instance, I love Travis Scott. Fair enough. But Travis don't really be saying nothing. Uh-uh. And I I had to come to that. I just had to just come to, just be okay with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day. Some of our favorite, like, newer rappers don't be saying shit. Yeah. French Montana hasn't said Frenchie. anything. But that's my boy. That's my though. guy. Like, French don't be saying shit. Uh, Two chains to say some old off the wall shit. Hey, he, like, he had yeah. the best couplets, bro. Man, listen, how pretty girls. That's that's still man. My listen, shit. this is like old with Two Chains did the remix to uh, "Tell Me What You Know" with Travis Porter. Yeah, and his nigga's line was uh, "Dark holes like two pits, then pass them." Assist. I was like, oh, this shit cold. <laughs> like this shit is amazing. Like there was nothing better than that line. Hey, look, that's perfect though. It was, it was, it was beautiful. That's like, perfect. And my thing is like a lot of stuff people call corny and what have you. I love because it's people just being who they are. Yeah, like Fab. Fab is probably the corniest nigga on the Man, planet. Man, Fab be scouring Twitter for But memes. Fab is living his best life. That's him. Like, he's doing what makes him happy. And I that's, love Fab. Yeah. I love Fab. Bro, Fab, like, Fab's music. Like, Fab, like, wasn't nobody wearing Willie Beatman jerseys before Fab. Like, no, no, Fab. I saw somebody come for Fab's fashion the other day on Twitter, and I got slightly annoyed. And I was I shouldn't be taking this so personal because I don't know this nigga. But, man, like, Fab is one of my fashion icons. I ain't going to purpose haters like, everywhere. Like, it goes back to the fashion thing, which is like I guess it's a good thing we're talking about that. But right. it's like style is a style is the purest form of self expression, right? 
because you can say who you are, what you stand for, what you believe in without saying a word. You have one, a black, a support black colleges hoodie. You could walk in the room before anyone ever thinks anything about you or knows anything about you. They see something that puts you in a different space. Like, okay. Yeah. I can't see where the head is. Like with Fab, anybody who dresses for them and not dresses for the masses, mm-hmm. you're going to have people who are not going to understand it, people who are going to hate on it. Yeah. But they hate on it because they, they're, they're too boxed in to try it. Like right. Fab thinks it's still cool to match, and that's okay with me. Fab makes me okay with matching all the time yeah, yeah, yeah. because I can't just come out here with, like, an orange shirt and some purple pants <laughs> and some green shoes. I be looking like— Yeah, that's that's terrible. I can't do this. That look tacky. Bro, like, I think that comes from where when we were raised and, like, we was matching everything, yeah. like, head to toe. No, so, I mean, like, to that point, man, growing up, my mama had me in Jamboree, bro. You know, <laughs> you know how that was. Like, right. Matching Good everything. Animals, <laughs> everything. Match the tiger with the tiger. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the the matching thing was heavy growing up. And yeah. I feel like, not that we so big on matching now, but it is like we are very cognizant of like. Yeah. For me, at least, I know I try to I try to break out of that space and try to like uh, color block and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just feel off. I be like, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. Like. Like I ha- I have to call like my girlfriend and I like, get her opinion on stuff like or send her pictures like okay there's no orange in this shirt but orange and blue go together so yeah. should I wear like this blue with this orange Man. or how should I go about this? No, I'm still very like sh- I'm, suits is supposed to be my both be my gimmick. I I'm terrified of wearing anything other than a white shirt just because I don't. Suit? Hmm. Uh, I mean with like with just suits because I don't. I mean I love like buying colorful ties and like doing my thing with the yeah. ties and the accessories and stuff, but. In terms of like trying to figure out like colorful shirts and ties, I'm yeah. like terrified I'm gonna get the patterns wrong. And I'm see, gonna my thing is, I, I I like a the few times I do wear suits, I like a a solid color shirt. Mm-hmm. So it might be blue, black, whatever it right. is. I like to go with like pastel color shirts and like a bolder tie. So if I got like purple to purple, I have on like a almost lavender soft periwinkle type shirt with like a really bold dark blue tie like, yeah. or dark purple tie. Like I'm. But yeah, like some cats who do I do like the 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 patterns. And yeah, the, I'm like you were brave. But soul, but brother. no, like the people who can do it do clean, it well, clean. bro. Do yeah. it very well. That's why I be like, I'm just gonna stick to my white shirt because everything look good on white. Like, see for me, like again, like I find myself falling into that space of being the old, the old guy in the room where I uh I have a hard time trying things mm-hmm. like. I've never owned a pair of, of white jeans. And I don't ever, yeah, I don't ever yeah, think yeah. I'm going to own a pair of white jeans. Yeah, it's just not I'm, for me. Like I'm, be, I'm trying. I'm it trying took to me the longest space. to wear some distressed jeans. Like, I, I, so I was trying to get one of my homegirls to distress something for me just because I couldn't find try, any yeah, out. Yeah. I mean, like I'm I'm a tall guy, so like part of the problem for me is who the hell distresses some 34, 34 <laughs> jeans? So no, I, I no, just no. happened to find some at Macy's one day. I was like, all right, cool, this works. Listen, how come jeans... The, your corncore higher end jeans don't have lymph sizes to them. That's fair. That's the worst That's, shit ever. Yeah. Like, bro, like, I, I've been on a kick like, of wearing Hudson jeans for the past year. Yeah, I got some and, Hudson's now. Yeah, same. But the thing is, they think because I'm a 36 that I'm like six feet tall. Right. So I put my jeans on, I'm walking on them. Like, I have to go get my jeans tailored. Yeah. Like, what's it? Like, no, God bless. So, like, I just got hip. Shout out to my stepmother. I love you very much for, like, getting me hip to, like, more expensive denim. Cause, so, like, part of my problem, a nigga who runs a fucking 
suits website. Part of my problem is if I'm not wearing suits, I like to wear joggers. I'm like, I'm Man. very, there's no in between for me. Yeah. yeah. So like, I got hip to like more ni- nicer jeans because she was like trying to educate me on this stuff. So I got these Hudson's and God bless the fact that they are long enough for me to cuff because majority of like stuff that normally doesn't have a waist size or a length size. Yeah. Doesn't fit me because I'm taller. Yeah. So it's like and I'll order stuff online and it'll come to my ankles. I can't. Like, and my thing is, so I, I took a foray into the 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 world of high end denim because I had a, my my girlfriend. She she'll judge me. Like I I don't like wearing jeans. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm yeah, in yeah. tech fleece. I'm in joggers. I'm right. in Nike sweats. I'm in everything other than jeans. Right. And then like for a longer, all I would wear was Levi's. Like. That's all I would. I, I still, I still have an affinity for Levi's. I yeah. Uh, but like, she kind of like gave me this look. We first started dating. Like, so now I bought a pair of Hudsons, and then she bought me a pair, and I bought another pair, and it was like, okay, now nah, I'm stuck buying these right. fucking these, hundreds of yeah, these nice jeans, bro. But these they feel so good. Like, they feel like they're mad comfy, bro. They're mad, mad comfy, cozy. Yeah. Like these jeans are some of the best black jeans I ever owned in my yeah. life. Like, I, I almost got those and I went with these, but like it could have been either or. Shout out to Nordstrom Rack for these. Yeah. I got them for the low. Shout out. Because this is my first pair and I was like, I can't spend 180 bucks for a pair of jeans. That's like, very fair. I, I'm slightly that's, cheap. That's part of the problem. Like Levi's, I could go to Macy's and they're- 60 bucks. 60 bucks? Out the door. Out the door. Like we're good. Like I don't really- not I'm nothing. not a shopper, so- yeah. Bro, man, I'll have to get in, get out. Get in, get But out. for me, like- I'll go spend my time and spend some some hard earned money on some sneakers though. Like, <laughs> like. All right, so yeah, I gotta confess. So I don't know if you're hip. Nike, the app, um, they have a lot of Lebrons on sale, uh, super on sale. Okay, I think. What did I just buy? Dang, I'm confessing to buying stuff on the podcast. Uh, Don't the, get in trouble, bro. Whatever, man. <laughs> the the Soldier Elevens are on sale for like ninety bucks, bro. The LeBron Soldier, like the pink and whites, and I was like, "Listen, I got beef with Nike coaches. right now because they decided to drop the Black Cement Threes out of nowhere while yeah, I was broke." Yeah, they're out yeah. Like the, t- the way for the Tinkers, are they dropping in March? And I kind of I'm not those. a fan of Tinkers. That swoosh, what? that, that swoosh, swoosh is pretty to me. No, that swoosh is. I'm like, but again, it's me being stuck in my way. It's like, why the fuck is there? Like, even though I understand it's the. But that was like that was the prototype. Right? Yeah, that's the original design he drew out. But yeah. it's like this shit looks terrible. But I guess it's because I'm so used to seeing the that's regular. Fair. I yeah, I don't I don't have any. I have no history with three. So yeah. like for me, I can probably buy the Tinkers and feel like this is me starting. But these blacks these black cements coming out early did something to my spirit. It was like, bro, really? That's fair. But. I hate going in that app, man. Like I so because I has I had my financial hardships last year, so I really hadn't gone into sneakers. Right. So I had a little windfall. I got I got a job. Praise God. So I went into the, to the app just to be nosy, and I was like, "Man, you dropped all of this. Come on, like I'll be trying to chill, and man, I know I need listen, to chill. But yeah, like I have a very <laughs> sickening shoe addiction, and it's it's sad. Like some of the stuff that I've done for. <laughs> for for shoes. That's fair. It's like, man, like, do I really want to, like... Uh, you, you remember your first, your first like, camp out? But my first food. camp out. Okay, so, for the longest, I was an Air Force One head. Like, okay. I didn't get into Jordans until freshman year of high school. Um, I had Jordans before, but, like, I had I was never the guy who, like, in middle school, I never, like, like I was like, whatever, I'm wearing yeah. Air Force One. That was yeah. my thing. But, like, freshman year of high school, like, people I became friends with in high school were heavy in the Jordan. So I naturally followed behind them and fell into that. So um, 
The first pair of Jordans I bought with my own money were the Citrus Sevens. That was summer two thousand six, and I got them from uh, Burn Rubber, and that was Burn Rubber was like doing some shiesty stuff. You could get stuff a week early, <laughs> so I got a week early for retail, and I wore them to Fairlane, and I had niggas' faces scrunched up at me. <laughs> but I, my first camp out, uh, Fire Red Fives. Uh, that'd be tenth grade, I think. Okay. It was a, it was the it was a, the December drops. You know, the December drops always the ones that everybody go yeah, crazy yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was at the Foot Locker on Seven Mile in Illinois, mm. and I was fearing for my life for part of the time I was there. But oh uh, man, it was all good. <clears throat> yeah, man, I can't. Yikes! What are the what are the first days I bought? I got some. Oh, I got a story behind these Bordeaux's. I got the the twenty eleven Bordeaux's. I okay. Got. So I went to I went to Howard. Okay. Um was a freshman that year. And Big Sean came the night before. So it was like was homecoming? No, it was just like he he just, just came. There. Yeah, like See, I think See, bro, I, that's why I hate like y'all. I went to Kentucky State, which is a small HBCU. We got none of the sweet shit like that. So I have no idea like how we pulled this off. No like, one just shows up at K State like or last night uh Rich Homie Quan showed up. Oh. But it's 2018. And Rich Homie Quan was uh showed up. To campus to do a yeah. concert. Yeah, I have no like. I think the Michigan club was somehow involved, but aside from that, I have no, no idea. Like, whatever. Yeah, so <clears throat> it was lit. Like, I feel like I was supposed to have been in class, but I wasn't. Something happened, and my friends <laughs> came sounds to, about right. No, yeah, like my friends came to my room and was like, "We better go turn up, coming." And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Shout out to my man Chinaman himself. Uh, he's on the theme song actually. Shout out to my brother. Uh, something happened. I forget. And Bacardi got involved. And next thing I knew, I was like blacked out at the Big Shine concert. So I ended up back in my room, very faded, but I had my mind made up that I was going to get these Bordeaux the next morning. Oh, God. <laughs> right. like Bro, like I'm in my bed, the room is spinning, and I'm like, I got to get I up I got to get Jordan. Right, I got to get up at 7. Shout out to everyone who, who's been drunk in the camp out line or hungover <laughs> or who has gone straight from the club after our spot <laughs> to, to the camp out line. Man, what? To the camp out line. But I got them Jays back when they were 160 out the door. I missed, I yeah. missed those things. Nothing makes sense anymore. Nothing. Like, I don't I the Jordan one of my favorite Jordan and the fact that that shoe was 160 bucks 160? now when in I was in high school it was 99.99 plus tax nobody One, wanted the one 105 out the door right nobody wanted every the time now it's like it's at the, you gonna sound blasphemy my whole this whole fuck <laughs> in, in the oldest video how he, you gonna blame uh, in the oldest video he wore the breads and since then that 2013. Okay. Ever since 2013, okay, not everyone fair. loves the Jordan One. That's fair. I feel yeah. I didn't like ones. I don't know when I came around the ones. I just feel like they're very classic now. I feel like everybody likes classic shit. For me, the reason I liked them when I first bought them <clears throat> is because they remind me of Air Force One. Like, yeah, was, that's no, that's true. I was so heavy to Air Force Ones that I I saw Jordan look at the, look like Air Force One. I'm yeah. like, I got a couple pair of ones a couple years ago, and it was like in my head, I was like, I'm buying some forces. I got I got a stack of ones, and she's probably looking at me right now like you got more in a stack, but it's. It's a, how many how many pair of shoes total do you think you got? Like all shoes got? total, um, like close to seventy. Jeez. That's why I don't claim to be proclaim to be a sneakerhead because I know cats who got like hundreds of pairs of sneakers. Yeah, so th- that's why I get annoyed. So like, I feel like a lot of people will like my stepmother specifically. She'll like see my shoe mount and be like, "You have a lot of shoes," and I'm like, "You have no, no idea. You have no no clue." clue. Like no clue. Like I'm I'm in like maybe thirty now. Yeah, and that's low. Yeah, I feel like that's low to me. Oh, it's it's definitely uh, conservative 
Cause, I mean, because you gotta think about it. It's so many people out here who aren't really into sneakers who just buy it for the hype. Right? Yeah. Who don't even like care. They don't care about nothing. But that's a whole other subject. We'll be here for like two more hours talking about that. Yeah. But yeah, I got, I'm at like a 60 or 70 maybe, but about 40 that I actually wear the other 20 like old beat the hell shoes I just kept around in the basement. That's fair. Yeah, I'm trying to. I need. I know I need to chill, and yeah, I ain't I, no chill, bro. Ain't no chill, bro. Because February finna be real steep. Don't remind me. You got me, the bro. gold and black ones, the black cement threes, the bread. So it's look. Man. I'm, say, I'm saying I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the the tinkers to drop in March. I think it's at March thirtieth. Yeah, sound about right. So yeah, I'm. I'm. I, if I can get to then, God bless. I'm trying to. I want to get Roe to do some pictures for me. I'm trying to like accumulate my, my oh, gear. For oh, it. we could do this. I, We'll talk how this goes off. Bet. I got. I've already talked to some, him about something Bet. from last year. We never got around to doing. Bet. Cool. All right. All right. Uh, anything else you, you got to add? I know we uh, – Pop-up shop for FNF uh, February 24th at Live Love Swagger on Gratiot and Broadway. I don't got the address, but it's the first floor of the Bill building uh, about a block from uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll for be sure. there. Um of course, Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, FNF clothing, FNF underscore clothing, Instagram, Fresh River Face clothing, all one word, uh, website, thefnfshop.com, T-H-E-F-N-F-S-H-O-P-P-E.com. For sure. Go buy some of Blake's clothes. Yeah. Right now. Do that. I, I need to. I got to so. gotta buy more shoes, so y'all got to buy more <laughs> Right. Y'all, y'all got to y'all gotta support a terrible habit. <laughs> right. Go not, do I'm that. I'm going to withdraw and be out here shake like this. <laughs> they just be calling me, man. Y'all don't, y'all don't want him out here looking like that. Y'all want him out here Chris rocking. Yeah, y'all don't want me on, on uh, down in Cass Corridor, like, jitting for, for quarters. <laughs> for quarters. For, be- some, for some shoes. It ain't that deep. <laughs> Go buy a T-shirt. It, it could be that deep. but It could be. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hopefully, I'm back in a couple weeks. Shout out to my man's Blake Hall. Shout out to five years of FNF clothing. It's lit. Um Glad to be back on the radio. I'm loving doing this. I I'm, I have the biggest smile on my face because I get to, like, post a podcast. I'm so <laughs> fucking happy. All right, guys. Uh, hopefully be back in two weeks. It's lit. Bye. Peace. It's a real Detroit player right That's right. Here, That's girl. right. That's how we do it.